Hello, my name is Ernesto. Serbi. Hi, I'm Emma. Brianna. Hi, my name is Mike. Hi, my name is Adrian Justin Houghton. Hello, this is Jen. My name is Brittany. I love the Dukes of Hazard, and I also love the Beatles. I just love life. Hi, I'm Michelle. Have you ever paused while ordering your morning coffee and thought, I see the same barista every day and I don't know a thing about them? Or do you ever find yourself making assumptions about someone based on their appearance or physical self? Or creating an entire backstory for the person waiting in line in front of you at the grocery store? I do. Life often functions with a very point A to point B type mentality. When was the last time you sat down and just listened? Really listened to those on the periphery of your everyday life? Welcome to Voices, presented by Inside Out Theatre, a deaf and disability theatre company in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Really, my passion is animals. I was born in Mexico. I moved to the U.S. when I was like three years old. There's so many numbers. My parents met at the bowling alley. My dad used to be a bowling captain. I mean, it's difficult for anybody, but I think it's even more difficult for someone with with challenges, right, to find employment right now. Well, for my adventures, I went to Las Vegas. Oh, no, no, I don't, I'm not rich enough. <laughs> that reminds me of a specific movie. <laughs> not good. <laughs> a bunch of surgeries when I was a kid and having to miss... Uh, Summer vacation one year to stay in the hospitals. Join me, Michelle, for conversations about the lives we live with the people we encounter every day. Unscripted, unplanned, and with no agenda, besides taking a moment to listen. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Voices. My name is Michelle, and we are presented by Inside Out Theatre in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Today, we are joined on the line by a fantastic young woman that I am very excited to get to spend half an hour just getting to know a little bit better. So who are you, my dear, for our listeners at home? I am Brittany Orlita. And tell me a couple of things about yourself, Miss Brittany. Well, actually, I love the Dukes of Hazard, and I also love the Beatles, and I just love life. And I got the chance to see a new baby yesterday. Wow. And it was a friend's new baby, and his name is Alexander. Oh, um, how brand new is Alexander? Alexander is actually pretty new to me because he is a cute, tiny little baby. <laughs> do you remember anything about being a baby? Yes, I do. What do you remember? I remembered when I got... I wedged myself into, like, underneath the dresser in the back porch with my bunny, with no shirt, with my, with no shirt on and no pants on and just my diaper. Did you manage to escape? Yes, because I was so tiny. 
<laughs> and what do you think you and your bunny were doing under there? Probably just doing something, I guess. Would you consider yourself to be adventurous? Yes. What is the biggest adventure you've ever gone on? Well, for my adventures, I went to Las Vegas for my 20th birthday. And I saw Terry Sater. And I saw the Beatles in Las Vegas. And that's pretty much it right there. Was it a Beatles cover band or the real Beatles? It's actually not the real Beatles, but it's similar to the Beatles. It's called the Beatles Love Show. Oh. Also in Las Vegas, I have seen La Rev. I'm not familiar with that one. La Rev is a water show. Oh. And I had good some, and I had my good senses when I f- first known that there would be a pool involved, and I was sniffing the air, sniffing it out, and I'm like, "Mom, is there a pool in here?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yes, honey. yes, honey." <laughs> I don't think my mom took me to Vegas for my twentieth birthday. And I also saw Shania Twain in Las Vegas. My mom did not take me to see Shania Twain either. (laughs) And also, I went on stage and I sang with her. What? Yeah. What did you sing? There was like a campfire and a flat TV screen that popped up. And it was kind of like a karaoke session mm-hmm. with her. And, and I just realized that I was part of her band because I wanted to be part of her band since when I got, when I graduated and I said that I wanted to have long hair and buy leopard print pants in sight. <laughs> And went on stage, and I sang with her, and I saw her bandmates on stage. That is definitely an adventure. It is. What would you like your next big adventure to be? If you could move forward through time, what are you planning to be your next big adventure? My next big adventure would be going to London England, because that's where the Beatles are. And when did you start this love for the Beatles? Tell me a bit about that. Well, actually, for the Beatles, I have been crazy on the Beatles a long time ago in the past. And I I had a guitar strap of them on my guitar. And I had two DVDs of them and a, and one of their CDs. And I also had a poster of, of them too. Now this is a high pressure question, but who is your favorite Beatle? My favorite Beatle would be Ringo Starr because he does the percussion and I love percussion. 
Are you a percussionist yourself? Basically, I could be because I have listened to my brother play at the University of Lethbridge, and I want and I wanted to be like him when I grow up. Is your brother older than you? Younger than me. Um, were you guys close I'm, when you were? We were, because I'm now 26, and my brother is now 23. What was your guys' relationship like when you were little? My relationship when I was little would be probably just looking up for my brother when I was just watching my brother suffer with my grandpa's death because it was his first. And my mom said that she poked my grandpa four times to make sure that he was awake. And I said, no, Mom, he's not awake. Please, please don't do that. And so my brother had my grandpa's hat, and I had to watch my brother cry and do everything. And I was knocking on my brother's door, and I said, Kate, are you okay? And he says, Yes, I am okay, Brittany. I'm okay. Just give me some time to be alone. And I said, okay, I'm just making sure that you're okay. Because he he was clenching his chest with my grandpa's hat. I mean, it's his chest, and he was sleeping with it. So I had to make sure that he would be okay. And I was like five or six, and my brother was like four or three. So... We were that close, that close. Yeah, like, would you imagine if, let's say if your grandpa died, and how would you like it if somebody's poking your grandpa in the casket to make sure that he was still awake? And how would you feel about that, Michelle? It's always a challenge because I think everybody needs their own space and time for grieving. Yeah, so for grieving. It's, it's tough. Um, my grandpa actually did um, pass away just at the end of May, so just a couple weeks ago. And I right. know that it's, it. everybody, you know, needs to go through it differently. I know my dad has been going through it differently I've been yep. going through it. Yeah. Yep. And now I only have Grandpa Mike and Grandma Elaine left. And that's it. Are you close with them? I was, yeah. My grandma, I remember when I was helping her, when I was baking with her, and I remember making gluten-free pierogies for my dad because my dad is now gluten-free and he struggles with it. Everybody struggles, right? Yeah, I think everybody does definitely have a lot of struggles. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any particular struggles that you needed to talk about right now? Mm-hmm. I am very compassionate with everything that I do, 
we just out in the community, out in the community, helping out, making sure that nobody would litter, making sure that they don't get no speeding tickets, making sure that we don't run over people with cars, and just being the known and what we're doing, right? Because I just remember everything on the top of my head when I'm in the community, in the community up in Calgary, in the big city, and I care about the city. And I have a friend, her name is Kimmy, and she has inquired brain something. And I wish that I could help with that too. And I wish that we could just pray for her to let her know that we still love her because we are God's children and God is calling us home. And I just wish that Kimmy would understand that we love her, making sure what's right from wrong. And I just want to do what's best for her because because I am a fan of her and I just want to do what needs to be done. You mentioned the big city there, Brittany. People usually mm-hmm. don't mention the big city unless they grew up somewhere else. Um, did you grow up somewhere else? I grew up on a farm in Brooks. What was that like? I mean, it felt like that it was at home and it was peaceful and I could hear the birds chirping and I could hear the thunder rolling and the drips of rain. And I remember being scared when I first moved to Calgary for the first time back in 2015, and it was a scary thing for me. Why did you move? Why did I move was because I wanted to do something bigger. Could you tell me, yeah, could you tell me a little bit more about that? What do you mean you wanted to do something bigger? When I want to do something bigger is that because I know that if I stayed on the farm and I can't do all of my programs on the farm. So that's why I got the chance to move to Calgary so I can have access to different programs in life. And I watched my mom and she was crying and she was an it's called an empty nester and I left her and my mom wasn't ready for that. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I should leave the farm because I don't know how my mom is going to feel about that because I just feel like if I do leave the farm with my mom being an empty nester, my heart and my soul and my body are saying like, I want to stay back because I want to stay back with my mom and my dad on the farm is because it's a scary process for me to be in the big city all by myself with other clients in the room. 